Hey, what up, everybody? It's Hoppy. Uh, I've been taking a break. I, I got to take a break for myself. But uh, I watched this movie, The Disaster Artist, and I, I relate to this movie so hardcore because Tommy Wiseau, he's, he was rich as fuck. I'm not. I'm broke at this point. But uh, everybody hated on him, man. Everybody just made fun at him, laughed at him, all that shit, thought he was crazy. Uh, and he ended up making a movie, and uh, spent, he spent $5 million of his money on this shit. I ain't got no money. Uh, so that's that's definitely the deficit I got to his situation. But he ended up uh, making a profit on that film, even though it only made $18,000 for two weeks at the theaters after he dropped five mil on that shit. But uh, you give me $30,000, i will make a proper goddamn horror movie. And it, it gives me a little uh, motivation, you know, keep chasing your dream and all that. Because after I got banned from Twitter, it's, I mean, what the fuck, man? I ain't got no audience. So, uh Starting from scratch again, you know, four year ride, all that shit. I mean, got Hollywood attention, now we back to ground zero. So, gotta keep working. Uh, I'm damn near 40, still cooking shit for rich people for nothing. And, uh, it's just disheartening, man. It's, uh, it's hard. But, you know, one of my homies was like, you know, how many people lived slave lives in Rome or America in the past? Or, you know, Russians was first slaves, slave come from Slav which is the Russians, you know, everybody hating on the Russians now, which maybe the government doing some fucked up shit, but the people there are cool. So, uh, you know, I've always said war, there ain't no good bad guys, but the bad guys are both people in charge of both countries at war. The good guys is everybody out there killing each other. It's fucked up. But uh, I'm going to keep going on this thing, you know, and uh, I don't know, you know, right now I'm at a position where do I do another short, short film trying to sell a feature, or do I just bite down and try to make a feature film, but, you know, I've had directors say they did try to do a feature too early with too little resources, and it, it fucked their shit up. So, I'm uh, more than likely just going to do another short film for a feature that I got, you know, solid as component. What, uh, what I was on track to do before everything fell apart, so, you know, Phoenix rises from the ashes, we don't try to do a shit. But, you know, the world it's circling in the drain right now. The humans are fucked up. Like, everything's about to go into chaos. So at least we got a show to watch. We might all end up starving to death or be killed by killer drones or AI or some shit like that. But, uh, you know, at least we got a goddamn crazy show to watch, even if we don't make it. So that's the way I'm trying to look at it. Yeah. I love y'all, man. I miss everybody. D-Rob, Jody B, Ray, Thank You Porch Podcast. That's my three dudes. I'll do it for real, for real. But, uh, I love y'all. I'll get through this shit. That's kind of how my life goes. Like, I go down and have Before I did for the front for you, I was homeless in 2015. Come back. Got that shit done, so. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition, another late edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you 
the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. You might be downloading your um, normal routine of podcasts on a Sunday and notice that mine wasn't in the rotation because here I am on a Monday night venturing into Tuesday morning recording this episode because, yeah, um, if you're a first time listener, I'd like to appreciate you. I like to appreciate you. I will appreciate you. I appreciate you for um, giving my show a try. Um, I guess it really doesn't matter whenever you listen to this because, I mean, I don't think too many people listen to the episodes as they come out live or whatever. It's not like I'm doing this on air or Facebook live or some shit like that. So I guess it really doesn't matter. I go with that date and shit again. So, um, but anyway, nonetheless, however you hear my voice right now, I appreciate you for doing it. Put me in your earbuds, your over the head headphones, your goddamn aux cord to your freaking radio in your car, your aux cord to your portable music system or whatever the case may be. I'm just making up stuff as I go. But um appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you. Uh solo episode today because uh a series of unfortunate events fell upon me over this past week and whatnot. I mean nothing dire. It's just a uh, third world problems for the most part. Um, there was a outage in my neighborhood or whatever, a power outage. So it knocked out um, a section of my neighborhood's internet. I was without internet for five days. And um, I was talking to one of my homeboys about it and everything. And he was just like, damn, how did you live <laughs> for that long without the internet? And uh, what I noticed is I, I really didn't need it. You know, I mean, it's convenient. It's awesome to have the fucking internet, especially like um, I've been on this drawing kick now. If you've been following me on social media, which you can do at it's B Rob, that's I T S B R O B, or at three R show, or if you type up random realms with Rob on Instagram, which I really wish I could get the three R show uh, tag for that the username, but there's some bitch ass motherfucker that has it already. And he only has two posts or she. Yeah, you can be a bitch ass motherfucker and be a girl too. And um, yeah, they won't answer my direct messages. Uh, I tried to report them. <laughs> I tried to get them as spam. I tried to get that name so bad. And I'm pretty bitter about it. But once again, I apologize for my misdirection and hate because I shouldn't hate nobody uh, because of that. Here I am over two years in podcasting and what I think within a year or so now I just changed changed it or shortened it down to three R show. Um, if you've been hanging with me for a while, you know, previously the Twitter handle was R R R P C. <laughs> oh, no, it was. Damn, I forgot what my old shit was. <laughs> that used to be my sign off for so long. And damn, I don't fucking forgot it was R, 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 wait for it, underscore podcast. <laughs> or some shit like that. I know the um, hashtag was R, 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 uh, PC. So, yeah, that's what confused me and whatnot. But, yeah, man, I I, I changed it. So you wouldn't have to do that. But a lot of um, people like the little hook, the uh, the ridiculousness of the R, R, R underscore podcast. But, you know, man, I had to go ahead and usher it off 
into that uh good night and whatnot and everything. But yeah, solo episode, no guests. I have, I was without the internet, so um, I was supposed to have uh Tony Rager on with me. He he uh shot me uh some words on Instagram saying he wanted to jump on. We were supposed to do it this weekend. Internet was out and couldn't make that happen. And what was fucked up about it was we was without internet for five days. It came yesterday on a Sunday, fixed it just in time for me to watch goddamn Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And um, dude came to the house. He didn't even go in the house to fix the internet. He did what he had to do on the outside, and all he had to do was wait for me to get bring my ass home to confirm that the internet was working inside the house because when he called me he was supposed to be there between hours of 12 and 4 p.m so at 11 30 i decided to get my ass up and go to home depot and get some lumber and some nails and screws and shit because i just broke ground um in the garage <laughs> and i'm about to start building my little room my little podcast studio or whatever which mrs b rob is kind of not thrilled about because she doesn't see the vision i mean it's a rather small space because i mean it's a two-car garage and i'm taking up like the right corner of it i think it's like um lengthwise from the back wall to the furthest point to where the um, the assembly for the garage door stops i think it's maybe uh 12 feet or something like that total 12 feet long seven feet wide so she's like you got a lot of shit and that's not a lot of room for you. But what she failed to realize is, you know, I'm going to mount the TV on the wall. I have a shelf that'll go under that TV to house my Xbox and my PlayStation. So that's pretty much it there. And then the only other piece of furniture I got is the desk that'll house my laptop and the mixer and the microphone and my fucking rolly chair. That's that's all I got as far as furniture and whatnot so damn you know she don't think that 12 by 7 foot space is gonna um, seat me comfortably and she she did offer the whole garage and um, I look at it as this is baby steps because I'm actually doing the work myself and I've never done anything like this before so this is kind of like a teaser a a little uh, preview a little um, you know just dipping my toe in to see you know what my handyman skills, what my architectural skills is like and whatnot. I mean, I might have some supervision. My father, uh, he going to come back, um, which within this past week, uh, my mother and my father came up and stayed with us for the week and everything and hung out. So that was cool. But um, me and him was game planning the whole time he was here. So um, I went and got some lumber yesterday. I got the screws and everything. Bought me a leveler, a saw, and um, I'm ready to put in the work. So um, we're going to get that space put up together maybe this weekend. I'm going to go um, buy the last bit of lumber I need and a door. And um, we're going to slap that thing together. As far as um, putting the walls up, I don't think that'll be the hard part. It's just choosing the goddamn materials to surround the framing with, you know, as far as uh, the drywall and the insulation and whatnot, you know, because I want to trap in a lot of sound in that space and um, possibly block out as much sound as I can because just building this little one space inside the garage, it would still be enough room for another car to fit in there, which, you know, 
I wanted to, that's the reason I wanted to do it the that size and only take up that portion of the garage because I still want Mrs. B. Rob to be able to park her car in the garage. Now, her concerns, not only with the size of the space that I'm looking to build, but um, just that, what I said, you know, uh, I'm going to be in there trying to record and what if she have to leave to go to work or some shit? Because typically, you know, when she leaves to go to work, you know, that's about the time I go start uh, my recordings. That's how I structure my schedule. So, you know, I'm here with her as long as she's home and then I go to record when she's getting ready to leave. So, you know, I spend as as much time with her as I can while she off work and everything. So um, her concern was, all right, you're going to be in there in the garage you know, you ain't going to get exhausted out in there. You know, I'm going to start the car and everything or even that in itself, me starting the car, that's not going to distract you from your recording or, you know, you know, disrupt the flow, you know, be caught on the audio, you know. So that was her concern, her freaking killing me by carbon monoxide poison and goddamn her disturbing my recordings if she had to come in and out the garage for when she um, leave and everything. So I was just like, okay, you don't start the car and let it run in the garage. You know, you open up the fucking garage door, you start that bitch and you drive the hell off. You know, summertime, that's not a big issue because damn, she don't need to fucking warm the car up. She just start that bitch up, get in, put a seatbelt on, close the door, back the fuck out the garage. That's not going to take a lot of time. Um, But wintertime, that may be another concern. And, you know, she's even said to where, you know, I could have the whole garage and she was just parking the driveway, put a car cover on the car. I bought her a car cover because, you know, the garage is in um, shambles right now. I got shit all over the place. I cleared out the section to where we're going to be building the um, structure and everything. So she'd been parking in the driveway and I bought her a car cover. And the only time the motherfucking car cover has been on the car is when I put the motherfucker on there when I first bought it. The car cover never been on that bitch ever since. So me wanting to take care of her car, you know, the van, the big red machine, that's the fucking battle wagon and shit. And, you know, that thing is lost the bumper, a tail light has been hit. I hit people and all kind of shit in that motherfucker. So, you know, there's not too much to save, but she barely drives a car unless it's to work, which her work is not far from the house. And um, so, you know, that's the running car. That's the, the 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 show car and everything. So try to take care of that one. So I want her, you know, we'll be braving the elements, this extreme heat, 100 plus degree weather with humidity and goddamn some of this winter weather and, you know, whatever could be freezing temperatures. I'd like to have our car in the garage where it's protected. So I don't know. We just gonna have to fill it out. And then um, her other concern was uh, ventilation, uh, AC, heat in the garage. I found a unit that I wanted. Um, it's a small unit for um, smaller spaces. It's a, like its own central air. It does heat and it does cooling. Costs about anywhere between $550 to $1,000, depending on the unit you get, you know, name brand shit, because they got Mitsubishi that make one, and then they got, you know, the other sub brands and whatnot. So I found this thing and I'm going to have to have somebody install it because they're going to have to actually drill. You know, we're going to mount it on the wall. I can do that, you know, and then drill through the fucking house, through the drywall, through the wood, through the fucking brick to the outside so they can put the, um, 
the condensation unit on the outside. You know, so that's simple for somebody else. <laughs> so I'll have that space cooled 11 by, I mean, 12 by fucking seven space fucking chilling and with warmth in the winter because we had those um things in Iraq in Afghanistan, those little cooling units in our little tin uh, spaces, which, you know, depending on if it was a two man or whatever, which is pretty much almost the dimensions of uh, what this space will be. You know, it's a little smaller, but it's roughly the same shit. So, you know, those things cool that area very nicely. I was very comfortable whenever I was fortunate enough to have one of those units in uh, my living area. So, I mean, I'm down with having something like that. And then um, now, you know, other than those concerns, you know, putting the wall up, putting the drywall on and everything. Um, my only other concern is the electricity. You know, I'm going to have to get a professional to come in there and then I got to game plan how I'm going to put my fucking uh, outlets in that bitch. Because there's two existing walls in there. We're just creating two walls to partition off this space. So majority of the plugs I foresee would be in the new walls. So I won't be busting up holes in the existing walls and going through all that hullabaloo of uh, putting that shit together. So a lot of outlets on those two walls and um, maybe, you know, doing some uh, outer, some external uh, freaking plugs like how you see in a lot of garages and everything, external outlets on the wall, on the drywall itself for the existing walls. Because um, I don't know if I want to hang light fixtures in there or just have a dedicated light switch and I just throw some lamps in that bitch. So, you know, there's plenty of options. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the progress so far. I got the lumber. I got the um, tools. I just need an impact so we can anchor the, um, the framework to the concrete and everything. I know you probably, if you cut it snug enough, you might not need that, but I, I believe wholeheartedly that's going to be a good idea because I'll probably be clumsy ass, drunk one night and fucking trip, run into the motherfucking wall and slide all that shit and then hit and fall and crumble on Mrs. b Rob car and that'd be a bad day for me. <laughs> but yeah. All right, so internet went out parents was visiting for a whole week uh, that was cool uh, my dad you know I see where I get it from uh, that motherfucker don't sit still on the opposite end of the spectrum my mama sits still she don't never go nowhere she just sit in a goddamn recliner and just chill the fuck out watch HSN and QVC and all that shit and be ordering all kind of junk but my father that motherfucker do not sit still and um I can call him a motherfucker because he fucked my mother and that's how I got here. <laughs> I hope none of my relatives is listening to this because they probably find that highly offensive. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he came and um, he, they enjoyed it. You know, they the temperature inside the house is a little cool for their taste. Um, they was in here so safe reason. So they spent a lot of time um, in the backyard out there on, on the pool deck and whatnot and um they just enjoyed you know just hanging with us the grandkids was here my kids um some of which they barely saw except for the baby because 
the baby leaves the room the other two just stay in there and fucking play xbox and be on the phone and all this other bullshit but um they like to sit out there by the pool and watch the water and everything i was out there doing some yard work i was uh weed eating and um picking up some tree limbs and all kind of shit and um i come back to the backyard my daddy damn back there cleaning my goddamn pool i was like pop you want to sit your ass down i didn't say that to him because you know respect this is my motherfucking daddy this is my parent <laughs> but um in my head i was like if you don't sit your old ass down <laughs> and then um, let me do this shit you know you visiting you know i'm supposed to be taking care of you and letting you relax but you in here cleaning my motherfucking pool you know but it was too late by then and he was damn near done so i just let him finish it off and then um i went to work one day and he went out in the garage and started drilling holes in the motherfucking concrete for where we're supposed to anchor the studs. I was like, Pop, if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down, once again, internally, I didn't say it out loud because respect. And um, yeah, so that was crazy. And then there's like a clash of styles with me and my pop because, you know, he has the veteran experience. I know nothing. Well, I know a little bit about something, but I don't know a lot about nothing. And um when it was coming to the materials to build the structure, I was uh, opting to go with the um, aluminum studs, the aluminum framing, because, you know, it was a little bit cheaper and it was um, real simple to do. It was pretty much like Legos. All I had to do was uh, mount the top, mount the bottom, and I could slide the studs in there wherever I needed them and then drywall on top, boom, bam, and it was done. But um, he was, you know, really campaigning for me to you know just go get some lumber and everything and we do it that way but you know my whole thing was like i didn't feel like nailing all this shit and doing all this extra stuff you know from what i've researched and seen with the metal studs is just some screws you know it seemed a lot easier to me which in hindsight is probably would be the same amount of work and everything it's just the aluminum studs and everything provides more flexibility as far as placing your studs in there with the wood you know i got to measure cut nail it together put the frame up or you know however i decide to go about that so to me the aluminum shit was easier so now me and pop running back and forth to motherfucking lowe's and goddamn home depot and all this other bullshit and um we looking for the rest of the metal um framework because i only got the top and bottom uh supports and i was just gonna go ahead and get to the other stuff and I was selling them on it I was trying to pitch it like pop you know we could do this shit we could do it this way blah da, yada yada and he's like nah man you you sure you want to do it this way you know giving me enough rope to hang myself you sure you want to do it like this cause man it ain't gonna take no time we can get some two by fours and just plop 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 put it together I was like I don't know pop I mean it seems a lot easier to me you know yada 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 so we get a, one of the professionals up in there in motherfucking Home Depot and I just pretty much laid it out to him. I was like, you know, my pop, old school, he want to go with the um, wood studs. I'm a little bit of a new school. I want to go with the aluminum studs. Asked his professional opinion. And he was like, well, what's commonly used now for smaller projects is the aluminum shit. Boom. One point for me because I was like, yeah, motherfucker, small project. That's what this is. Aluminum. Let's load it up in the goddamn van. And then he's like, but depending on what you're trying to do, you know, lumber, you know, is a uh, low, the, the low bearing material that you get, you know, 
you be able to mount things on the wall with that aluminum stuff. You know, you won't be able to mount things. I mean, there's certain techniques you can use to mount things on the wall, but it's going to be a little more difficult because it's just pretty much, you know, for partitions and smaller things. He's like, you get lumber in there. I mean, yeah, you fucking run the risk of shit warping and all kind of other bullshit, but damn, you can mount shit to that because it's strong. It's, you know, is made for that shit. I think it's raining outside. Damn, it's storming. Anyway, and um, I was like, fuck. Yeah, I'm going to have to mount my TV. You know, I plan on getting some more um, computer equipment and mount monitors on the wall, maybe some speakers. You know, I got shelves because I got to put my pop vinyls up. And, you know, I got fellow podcasters merchandise, you know, all kind of stuff that I want to display in my little area, you know, pictures. I might be wanting to put some... Um, other things I want to mount on the wall so I was like fuck that's like two three points for lumber and then my pop over there you know not saying nothing but he got the look on his face like I'm trying to tell you son <laughs> and I was like motherfucker I was like alright god damn it we're gonna go with the goddamn wood we're gonna go with the lumber we're gonna be slanging wood in this bitch so yeah I went ahead and got the lumber yesterday I did a couple pre-cuts and everything which I fucked up one piece, so I'm going to use that as, a, you know, spare wood and everything because I know I had to do my freaking um, fire blocks and all kind of stuff between the studs and all this other bullshit I'm going to have to worry about that I've researched that I've never done before, which no, that's fault to myself, being a young, you know, kid and everything, and my father knows how to do all this stuff. You know, he built houses and sheds and you know, additions to our home and he he was the type of person to break shit so you know how to put it back together, you know. <laughs> so I mean, Pop can do anything. You know, and he tried to teach me that shit. He tried to show me the things. He didn't force it on me, but you know, he would ask for help, you know, so I could see what he was doing and all kind of things like that. But you know, me being the way I was, spoiled, rotten, you know, I was just like, well, why are you teaching me how to do it when you can just do it? Or, you know, I could pay somebody to do that shit or whatever. But, you know, hindsight, regretting that shit. You know, I, I, I know I possess the skill because it's some things that I've tried on my own that, um, you know, I watched him do. And, you know, it wasn't like the best of things, but, you know, it came out, you know, manageable. It came out, you know, good, decent, you know. And I feel like if I would have paid more attention as a kid, you know, I, I would have had a better grasp on this shit and I wouldn't be going through the bullshit. The, the damn shit would have been done already, you know. I wouldn't be having to have my 86-year-old father in here fucking be the foreman while I'm doing some shit, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But, hey, you know, that's what I did. That was my fault. It's all on me for not paying attention or not, you know, seeking that knowledge. But it's all good. I'm still learning, you know. Every day is a learning moment, is a teaching lesson and everything. So, you know, I can only get better from here, right? And then um, mom was here doing pretty much the same thing she would do at the house. Just sit. She sat. She found her recliner here at the house and sat in that bitch and fell asleep. Um, But, you know, back to the Internet thing was out without Internet. You know, within that five days, they were still here. And, you know. 
it was apparent to me how reliant everybody is on the internet because like you know they wanted to watch tv and a lot of the stuff we had you know like the netflix shit or some of the tv shows on hulu you know we got 1196 motherfucking movies in this goddamn house and they was worried and complaining about the motherfucking internet or whatever i was like go watch a goddamn movie there's two viewing rooms in this bitch go watch a goddamn movie somewhere and um they were just complaining you know i can't watch my stories i can't watch love and hip-hop and all this other bullshit you know but um me i mean i was straight you know it's just like i had my phone and if um you know like i was saying earlier i've been doing a lot of this digital artwork on my ipad and um you know sometimes i get on google or some shit and i do google images and i search things that i possibly want to try to draw and you know it was inconvenient there that i couldn't hook my ipad to the internet and you know get on google so i had to download the shit on my phone then um airdrop it to my device but you know that's like a minor inconvenience you know um wrestling i still love it but i just haven't been watching it enough lately to really give a shit i guess you know i'm aware of what's going on but i haven't seen it live with my own eyes and um the only thing that i really want to um that really kind of deterred me was damn i want to watch nxt takeover on saturday but i couldn't do that because the internet was down and you know i could have used the data on my phone and everything but i took this as time to you know be like you know the kids are gone kids are away for the summer or at least for a couple weeks and um, me and Ms. B-Rob got the house to ourselves. So I took this as time to like for us to, you know, just kind of reconnect and hang out and just chill, you know, have the house be quiet and whatnot. And we didn't need the Internet to do that because we were just enjoying each other's company. We, you know, we went out and got some grub at Red Robin's, <laughs> which I say is her restaurant because I call her Robin. That's her name, you know. So, you know, it was cool. You know, we had movies that I bought from the plug at Games Plus. You know, I get my new releases for 15 bucks <laughs> with a military discount. So um, I went and got a handful of movies and we just laid up in the bed, watch movies, you know, and just chilled, man. It was good to relax, you know, have it be quiet. It's just like it was a point in time to where we came in the house, we closed the door. Put the, I put the keys down on the counter where I normally do and it was just like silence you know and I was like this is fucking crazy <laughs> but yeah that was cool and um, you know the only, and another inconvenience was I couldn't do the podcast with my guests that was you know another drawback from not having the internet but I feel like you know if I really 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 wanted to I probably could have pulled it off I probably could have plugged my phone into the mixer and damn did Skype from my phone you know with him but you know I was just like man is he going anywhere you know are people going anywhere is this motherfucking Avengers Infinity War did, did Thanos do the snap and half of you motherfuckers is gone or whatnot. I was like, man, we got plenty of time to do this. You know, I know life can be short for some people. You know, dude, uh, the rapper, what I, you know, and I, I'm not being disrespectful. I mean, I heard of dude. I seen the name on paper. Um, the triple X 
Tension or whatever the fuck his name was. You know, that dude is dead now. 20 fucking years old. Got shot up over a fucking Gucci or Louis handbag or some shit. And that's fucking sad, man. You know. And, you know, despite, you know, of my previous comments before, you know, about, you know, these young guys and their new age music, they fucking tattoos on their face, they dreaded up hair, they colored hair, and just the quality of music or entertainment they provide, you know. It's funny sometimes to get on people because of that, because legitimately, a lot of uh, some of that shit is garbage, man. It's just like, motherfucker is literally over a tight beat, you know. But music shit aside, you know, minus my personal opinion about that, no 20 year old should be gunned down over a motherfucking handbag, you know. I don't know anything about this guy other than he was a rapper. You know, I don't know what his family life was like. I don't know how he came up. I don't know if he was just doing shit in the street that he wasn't supposed to be doing. I've heard, you know, it may or may not be fact that, he, you know, he had allegations on him for assault on a girl or whatever. I don't know if those are true or were true whatever I mean I know nothing about this dude for me to form any hateful opinions or thoughts on this guy but the only thing I can say is fucking sad that you know if his parents are still alive or whoever raised and took care of this kid had to put him in the dirt you know I think that's the worst feeling as a parent or you know somebody close to you you know somebody that raised you I think that's the worst feeling in the world to bury your child before you go you know I mean to be alive to watch your child die before you you know you know my father 86 years old my mom was 76 years old you know I just lost my grandmother last month uh, 93 years old you know and I know the day is coming for my parents my grandfather is dead. Um, my mother's father is dead. My goddamn, my father's mother and his father is dead. You know, I didn't get to meet uh, my dad's dad, but I got to meet his uh, mom, my grandmother. You know, I, I had all these people in my life and, you know, they all dead. And the only ones that are really left are my mother and father. And it's going to be a coming to a day to where you know I'm at to put them down you know I mean I can say now here as I record this that I'm prepared for it but I know when it actually happens you know that's going to be a whole different story but if something was to happen to me you know like whatever I know that will be you know really a blow to them, you know, knowing that they've been alive 76 years and 86 years, raised me for 36 years, or, you know, been in my life for that long and for me to go before them, you know, it's fucking horrible to think about, man. And then, you know, my father's been through that already twice. And, you know, I lost, you know, a sister, two sisters, you know, and, you know, that's his kids, you know, and he had to endure that twice already, you know. 
So, yeah, bottom line, shit fucking sucks. You know, I just listened to, you know, an awakening podcast, the Po' Boys podcast with that motherfucker Jody B. His guest was Joe Moffat. And, um, you know, Joe Moffat is a comedian. Jody B, you know, he can get, um, I think his style, you know, the way he does his podcast is, you know, is good. And it's crazy to watch him grow as a podcaster because, you know, he went, I, I first come across Jody B from the Passes By podcast. It is a podcast that's no longer around with um Matt. And, um, I first heard of Jody B because he was on there telling his story, how this motherfucker got shot in the face, shot in the face and is still alive to this day. You know, you know, thriving, you know, married, has his first child and everything and being a pop, you know, and um, I heard his story and then to see him go from, you know, listening to being a guest to damn being an actual podcaster. I mean, it's been a great metamorphosis and I believe he does very good work with his show and it's just his style of interview and just, you know, where he pulls his freaking um, questions from and his thoughts and his opinions and everything. It's a really good show. You should be listening to it. It's the Po' Boys Podcast starring Jody B. But anyway, these two, you know, when Joe Moffat get on the mic, you know, he's a comedian and he's a funny dude, and I've had the pleasure of doing a three-hour podcast with this motherfucker just, you know, just talking about random bullshit, as you do. Shout out to Mike Went. <laughs> and, um, but when Joe was doing this podcast, and he even said this on this um, recent edition of the Poor Boys podcast, you know, he had to kind of step away from it because, you know, it wasn't coming from a place of like comedy because he's a comedian but it was just like serious shit you know social issues you know the plight of the black man you know how we get done dirty just any just real life shit you know which I tend to you know shy away from because you know if anybody's listening to my show you know I want it to be fun lighthearted, you know just something you can laugh at you know something to get you through your day something positive you know but when Joe was doing this stuff man his podcast his show you know and once again he said this himself and you can hear it that he said he had to step away he had to stop doing it because he was getting so frustrated and so fucking mad about the shit that was going on around him and you know and just dumb shit like 20 fucking year olds getting shot up over a fucking handbag and just um the cops you know killing motherfuckers in the street not even people not even doing that and just getting shot down and whatever man and he would just like I would feel his anger his pain you know just hearing him talk about shit like that racial issues you know all that stuff and um a lot of that came back up on the poor boys podcast because they were um talking about the Tulsa riots which they never really talked about I mean Jody and Joe, they talked about it offline or whatever. And then he was like, I want Joe to come on so we can talk about it, you know, make people aware of what was going on. And um, they just got into, well, Joe got into so many other social issues and other stuff that they never really got on the topic. And it was just like, man, but um, that episode, you know, is really awakening, 
You know, I mean, ignorance can be bliss, you know, and I, I live in this bliss. I live in this ignorance because, you know, for 16 years, you know, I've been the fucking cleanup guy, you know, going to foreign countries and damn fucking shit up and damn (laughs) fucking shit up and then turn right back around and rebuild shit that I fucked up and damn, you know, expecting shit to be cool, you know, you know, shit dealing with shit that don't even fucking concern me, you know, but you know, that's the that's the crux of it. That's that's the profession I chose. I chose to be in the military, you know, so, you know, you raise your right hand and swear and all this other stuff. You know, this is your job. This is what you got to do, whether you like it or not. I mean, you can not like it, but there's consequences for your actions, which you signed a contract about, you know, USMC, you signed a motherfucking contract. <laughs> um, But yeah, man, it's just. I stopped watching the news because of that shit, because I've said it many times, you know, anytime at the, you know, in the past, I would turn on the news and see, you know, some world crisis, some world issues. I was like, well, I know where I'm finna fucking go, you know, and lo and behold, here I am on the fucking plane, 18 hours, 20 hours, 19 hours going to the motherfucking another country doing whatever. You know, and I stopped watching the news because of this. You know, I don't actively search, you know, my local, you know, news anywhere. I don't damn read, you know, CNN post or whatever Fox posts on Twitter and none of this other bullshit, you know, unless, you know, it just so happens to come across my feed. I don't actively look for this shit because to me, it's just like, there's nothing good on the news. Is motherfuckers getting shot. People getting robbed. You know, economic crisis, world in peril, and all this other bullshit. It's like, why would you want to invite that into your life? You know? But, you know, when Joe and Jody was talking about all this shit, you know, it's just like, do I just sit here and continue to be ignorant and not say nothing and just continue to do my thing? Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. But, you know, maybe there should be somewhat of a change. I feel like, you know, I should make more of an effort to know about certain things, you know? And it's just like, <laughs> it's funny because it's a running thing in my house, you know, between me and Mrs. B. Rob. It's like I would see an article or catch a clip of something. And, you know, since I don't do that normally, I don't do that actively. I don't search for this stuff. It's, you know, there's something interesting come across my lap. You know, I bring it to Mrs. B. Rob and be like, hey. Did you hear about this? And the response, 98.9 cent of the time sent. Yeah, like change percent of the time is, oh, I know that already because she's in the fucking know. You know, she damn has alarms like on her phone, you know, to remind her to do shit. 
and then instead of it being your standard alarm like do 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 you know a tone or some shit the motherfucking phone start telling her news articles and stories and shit so you know she's always plugged in she always actively reading shit you know locally and nationally and everything so when i come across her with hey such and such did this today and she's like i know that already and it's just like a bonus it's like a treat for me for when i actually do find something interesting and i bring it to her she's like well i didn't know that and i'm like yes score one for me motherfucker ha <laughs> you know i i finally know something that you don't know and you know and she's a wife she's a female so she knows everything anyway <laughs> but you know it shouldn't be like that i should you know be cognizant of the shit i should be aware of this shit you know so I don't know, maybe I'll start making more of a conscious effort. And, you know, I've said it about this show. I mean, this is free form right now. Everything that's coming out of my mouth into your ear holes right now is just off the top of my dome. You know, there's no notes in front of me. You know, it's just like it's just coming out of me right now. And that's like, you know, random ramblings with Rob. And I feel like sometimes it's it's a hindrance to the show. Cause like I have a guest on here and here, here I am. I mean, stuff is just coming out of my head and you know, I try to be different, especially if it's somebody with a little bit of clout, some kind of stature or whatever. Cause I feel like if you're a movie star or just somebody of some celebrity that you get those standard questions every day. Oh, you know, I mean, what got you into acting and you know, and I mean, that's going to be a common question anyway, because me, me personally, I'm looking for some parallels, you know, like what sparked your interest here? Because, you know, I'm kind of interested in what you're doing. So I need to know, you know, how you feel about this from your standpoint. So that's that's going to be a standard question all the time. What got you to this point to why are you doing this? You know, shit. Truth be told, I put a feel out there to Michael J. White. He's been on the wheelbarrow full of dicks uh, Internet radio program and he's been on. um that movie show two shows that i thoroughly enjoy podcast and um i was like well i kind of know these people you know we've shared dialogue i've been on the wheelbarrow full of dicks internet radio program before and um you know i was like if they can reach out to him and get him you know i mean i kind of know them i mean maybe i can just name drop them or whatever and um i can get my foot in the door i, I sent email to michael jai white to get him on the show and damn, I got a response back from his handling team. And, you know, it's probably going to be some other steps in between if I even hear back from him. But, you know, I'm optimistic. But at the same time, I'm my hopes are not that high, you know. But if I was to get this man on this podcast, first of all, I'm a geek to fuck out. Secondly, I probably get Miss B-Rob on the line so she can hear his voice and talk with him a little bit off air, you know, of course. And that'd be something exclusive for the um, patrons of the show, <laughs> which you could be a patron too. If you go to randomrobcast.com and click the patron link, uh, just like Glenn Abbott, Brandon McIntyre and King HR plugs, plugs, plugs. It's my show. I can do what the fuck I want. But anyway, um, but I get this man on my show and what the fuck we going to talk about? You know, I kind of got a basic idea of where I want to take the conversation. 
and everything. But like just even hearing him on two shows already, the wheelbarrow full of dicks, uh, internet radio program and that movie show, the questions that, you know, you would normally ask has already been asked. You know, I already know the information. So for me to turn around and ask those same questions that other people have already asked, you know, that's the thing. I know you got the project out right now, the Outlaw Johnny Black movie they're trying to get made. So, I mean, that's going to be some point of contention there that we're going to have to bring this up and talk about that. And damn, also, it's going to be a time constraint thing because, you know, I don't know how long he's going to have to talk and then. I don't do good under pressure as far as these things go because now there's so much shit going through my mind and I'm just trying to keep the time hack up in my head and it kind of fucks me up sometimes. But, you know, what do I say to this dude? You know, um, but if I had shit prepared, if I'd done some research, you know, that can go a different way. But I, I wouldn't say I'm lazy. Yeah, I'm lazy, but, um, you know, I don't feel it like it should be that. I don't feel like I should be a motherfucker with papers and notes being like, hey, this is your life. You know, in 1990, whatever, you did this and this and this and this and this and that and shit. So, you know, that's not how a a conversation should work. I mean, I, I just really want him to be genuinely comfortable and we just talk some shit you know it's just like i was a guest on the um, blockbuster mentality podcast you know and everything and you know those guys gave me opportunity to be on their show and um chit chat with them which right now um i should be in my motherfucking um oh yeah i was i was, got sidetracked sorry i should be in my motherfucking um dms on twitter um trying to schedule some shit with them I'm trying to I want to do a three part miniseries with them about, um, you know, their show It's three parts because it's two hosts and then I'll do one with each of them and then we do a triple threat match. All three of us on the same show and just kind of talk about things and everything. I've done this before with the um, boys over there at the Just in Time podcast. And I feel like as far as, um, you know, multiple host podcasts go, I mean, I think it's good for their listeners to do things like this because I mean, you get both sides of the tape, you know, you got one guy with his story, one guy with this story, you know, how they kind of meet in the middle and then, you know, you bring them both on and we just kind of bullshit after that. And it was fun with the just in time guys because it was three different personalities or whatever. And it was just like the story of how they met and damn fucking corn goddamn talking about being a kid and crossing the border into fucking America and everything, running up to the motherfucking cops (laughs) and going to jail and all kind of other crazy shit. So, I mean, that was fun for me because, I mean, I know these guys as internet personalities and everything, radio personalities or whatever, but I don't really know them. And it's just like how they were saying on the Blockbuster Mentality um, podcast, specifically, uh, I think it was a uh, Dave, you know, I, I, it's Ben and Dave, but I'm getting the fucking name. I probably getting the names confused. I do apologize. I, I mean, I've only met them just like just a couple of weeks ago, but, um, yeah, it's just damn. He was saying, I mean, you know, 
hopefully, you know, we sit down, we do these interviews and everything, and you hope to pull a friend from this, you know? Like, every every guest that I've had on this show, whether they've been a one-time guest or a repeat guest or whatever, I feel like on some level that, you know, we're cool. I wouldn't say we're the best of friends, you know, but, um, you know, some of them we had, some of the guests I've had more of a rapport with than others, you know, some I've only done the interview with them and I've never heard from them since then, you know, you know, I retweet them, I retweet their stuff, you know, I still show my support for them, but we haven't really fucking talked, you know, and, um, but still, you know, I have respect for all of them each and every guest that's been on the show and everything and it's just like I genuinely want them to succeed succeed I'm getting tongue tied succeed at whatever it is they pursuing or trying to do or have ambitions for and you know I feel some kind of link some kind of bond between us even though that we may have sat here for 30 minutes an hour hour and a half two hours and just kind of jaw jacked or just kind of unconsciously rambled at each other or just they did the head nod up and down or whatever and <laughs> that be the case and you know really I mean I just look to pull some kind of you know a relationship from it. I mean not for personal gain but if something was to come of it <laughs> that way I mean that's cool you know but um, it's just I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that train of thought, but it's just like anybody that's been on the show, I look to you as some, in some kind of way, you're, you're a form of inspiration to me, whether you just was just a random motherfucker that I pulled off the goddamn internet just to talk to still. I mean, you, you intrigued me at some point. It's just like, why do you do this? What's up with this? You know, we interact enough on Twitter, you know, why don't we actually talk about some shit? You know, it was like, um, last, you know, we conversate over freaking wrestling all the time on Twitter and everything. And, you know, I forgot how it went. He either shot out a filler to me or I reached out to him. It's like, motherfucker, just come on the show so we can talk, you know, all this goddamn, 140 characters, 280 character bullshit or whatever. We can actually get some audio between the both of us and we can just sit here, chill the fuck out and talk and everything. You know, goddamn um, Nate the Great. Goddamn another guy. You know, we kind of bond mutually over wrestling as well. You know, and I've heard him whenever we were doing the pipe bomb with McCool, he would constantly come in with um, questions for us to answer on the show and everything, you know. That's kind of why we dubbed him Nate the Great, because we would get the most, you know, interaction as far as the podcast from Nate. I was like, dog, me and Nate need to talk. Get Nate on the motherfucking podcast. And we had a good fucking time. You know, it's just things like that. It's just the people that you interact with. You know, I feel like at some point I need to have them on the show so we could talk. Even Instagram, because, you know, outside of Twitter, Instagram is like my main jam or whatever. You know, I walk around Walmart and everything and um I do my little vlogs or whatever the fuck you want to call them and there's people that um I follow on Instagram that I feel are intriguing interesting because I mean Twitter you know is words on a device you know you could put 
whatever you want on there. But Instagram is just all pictures and everything. And people post interesting pictures of, you know, where they are, what they eat. You know, I'm not so much into the food unless it's a sponsorship opportunity. Uh, speaking of food, um, do you like bland chicken? No, the fuck you don't. You want some herbs and spices on that motherfucker. Um, sponsored by Hooks, Rubs, and Spices is this show. I know I said that weirdly, and you know it kind of ruined the flow of um, my my sponsored spot right here. But um, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, you know, great blends of herbs and spices. How many times can I say that shit? But if you go to Etsy.com and you type in Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, or you go to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices Etsy.com, you can find uh, a lovely array of seasonings for your meats and vegetables and everything else that you put seasonings on. And you know what? If you go there and at checkout, if your order is $6 or more, you can put in the promo code 3RSHOW and get you a motherfucking 10% discount on some delicious savory herbs and spices. That was a plug, man. I did that shit during the show. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, and that's another thing that I'm looking forward to. I mean, eventually there's uh, more sponsorship opportunities. You know, I'm getting paid in product right now, but I would eventually like to turn a profit on that shit, which, you know, Hey man, I'm grateful for whatever opportunities that I'm given, whether it be guest spots on shows like, um, most recently, but, uh, the blockbuster mentality and, um, you know, people just having enough confidence in me to be like, Hey, I'm going to be a patron to your show. Like Brandon McIntyre, Glenn Abbott and uh, King H are ah, damn. I'm, I'm getting emotional, getting tongue tied and King H are. And, um, even for hooks, rubs and spices and, um, in some ways, vape Panda and people just, uh, you know, have that confidence in me to be like, Hey man, put the brand on your back, you know, shout us out, you know, dish out them promo codes, you know, help us. And, you know, we got your back, you know, I mean, that that's a good feeling and everything. And, you know, I say this all the fucking time, all the fucking time, um, whether it be on this podcast, other people's podcasts, you know, I've been making it a real point. If I'm on anybody else's show that, you know, whenever they give me the opportunity to sign off, I'm plugging their show, my show, in every podcast that's out there. You know, whether you just do it once a week, every fucking day, once a month, every other week, however you do your podcast, it's just like you do it for some kind of interaction, some kind of, you know, I don't know, just some morsel of praise, I guess, because, I mean, I do this because I like it. Here I am. Got to be to work early ass in the morning. Now we done rolled into fucking Tuesday morning. <laughs> this episode was supposed to been out Sunday, but I told you my woes, my third world problems. And, um, you know, I'm here. I mean, I know I've said at some places that I feel like this is an obligation because I do have the patrons, the three people <laughs> that support this show. You know, I, I kind of feel obligated to do it, but like even if they weren't there, you know, supporting monetarily or whatever, or, you know, showing their support that way, I would still be doing this, you know? So, I mean, it's not an obligation. It's um, a labor of love, you know? It's something that I started 
over two years ago that I've been keeping up consistently for 200 and what is this? 25, 24 episodes, 23 episodes. I don't fucking know. And, um, you know, I just think it's fun, man. You know, the interacting with people. I wish I can get more of that. You know, because I mean, if I put a question out there, you know, I expect people to answer it. If I do a contest like I'm doing right now, you know, I would like for people to participate. You know, I'm trying to give you free shit. God damn it. <laughs> right now, I got um, I won't, I was supposed to do the pull this week. I was going to pick two people from Instagram, two people from uh, Twitter to get them some um, hooks, hooks, rubs and spices, get them to hook up on hooks, rubs and spices, you know, free, free of charge, you know, uh, sponsor allowed me to um, give two sample packets away for two Twitter followers and two Instagram followers. And um, I was going to do that this week, but um, I decided to put it off another week. I'll put the plugs out there. But if you're on Twitter, you know, tweet hooks, rubs and spices, and um, show them a picture of your grilling setup. Hashtag freaking um, hooks, rose and spices on Instagram and show your grilling setup. And, you know, I pick two people from Instagram. You know, I got the post on my Instagram profile. I got the post on my freaking um, Twitter at 3R Show at 3R Show 2. That's T-O-O at It's B-Rob. So, I mean, look at that, man. I'm trying to give you free shit. Um, go to vapepanda.com if you're into vaping and all that cool shit. You can get 25% off if you use the promo code 3RSHOW. So, that's another way of me kind of giving to you for, you know, giving to me and whatnot. I handed out some digital downloads to atone for my tardiness with this episode. So, um they're out there in the wild. I think two people already snagged them up. Is usually a first come, first serve basis, and whatnot. And hell, what the hell that I got up here? Shit, I do one right now. I got a redeem code right now here for Justice League. And damn, if you go to freaking what is it? WB.com forward slash redeem movie, and you enter this code, you get a free digital download. For Justice League. I'm pretty sure this works on iTunes as well or whatever. But once again, you go to WB.com forward slash redeem movie and you enter this code C7X9HT293. What more can I do? You know, I'm trying to give shit away for free you know I barely get any traction on that and I just I'm not really mad about it but I I just like when I'm doing this you know I'm recording you know I'm just saying shit that comes to my brain you know what the fuck do I need to do 